Now, The Crowncast with your host, Murray Brookshaw. Welcome to The Crowncast, episode 26. I'm here with Coach Brian. Be wise with Coach Brian. I like, I always, I hear, every time I hear that, that's nice. Have you ever, you know what, I was going to tell you the story. Have you ever been handy? Like, are you the handy guy? No. Uh, you don't seem like, I, no, <laughs> I'm not Like, handy. you're not a So, before I was a golf pro, I built stuff, right? Yeah. So the other day, I'm at, I have one day off, right? One day off. Minnie, Minnie goes, hey, uh, you know, my sister-in-law is building a chicken coop. And I'm like, yeah? Okay, just thought I'd mention it. I'm like, you want me to go help her? Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, I wish I was just not handy. Exactly. I'd be the type of guy that would put electric fence around the chicken coop and you'd have fried chicken. That would be delicious. There was a promise of eggs. Yeah. Right? There was a promise of eggs. But yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Like, I'm not young. Like, I know this guy, everyone's going to be like, you're not young. But, like, now when I do that, like a full day's work of doing that, I'm like, oh, I'm sore the next day. Yeah. You're glad you're a golf pro. I'm right? glad. glad I, yeah. Yeah. Now I do heavy lifting of the spirits. Absolutely. <laughs> now, men's night. Yes. Uh, starts April 8th. And uh, everybody's looking forward to it. Same sponsors are back. Or, and more. Any new twists for this year? Well, there's the seniors division. Oh my God, it's fantastic. The skins on the back nine, we've kind of changed to have a net side, so maybe we get more people involved. Okay. Um, you know, the KP contest might be a little different. I, I don't want to give away the KP contest yet, because yeah. that's like a, I, I got to make sure it's going to happen on the first night before okay. I kind of give that one okay. away. But I think it's a really cool design if it works out. Excellent. Um, what else we got here? We have away weeks. Yeah. Those are a little different. So the away week is like uh, a personal thing that I'm going to do on my own. So there's three weeks we can't play here. Uh, and so twice we're going to go away and play a skins game at, uh, at Story Creek, uh, where it's like the first 60 guys can get in and then they just got to sign up and it's going to be a pretty good rate to get into the games and, and the skins. Oh, cool. And then there's going to be another kind of another night that I'm hoping just turns out to be just a big ruckus, but we'll see how Everything's a balance right now. I mean, with Bonnie Henry kind of taking some stuff away, so right, yeah. it'll it'll all be everything. It should remind people that with Men's Night, that it'll be all COVID protocols. Yeah. There won't be dining indoors, no. anything like that. It's going to absolutely follow the protocols that uh, Bill's put in place for Crown Isle. Yeah, so. it's going to follow those, and then like no prizing afterwards. We'll do a YouTube video that we're right. going to hopefully send out to the people that participated. We got a shootout for a million dollars. We got a sponsor on board for that. So like there'll be one qualifier every week. And then at the uh, before the finale, we're going to draw six, I think it's six names. Yeah, six names. And those six guys will get a chance to shoot for a million dollars. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Yeah. If a guy makes, oh, man. Oh, yeah. If somebody made the million dollar hole in one, yeah, uh, they'd be my new best friend. <laughs> Absolutely. But outside of that, it would be pretty exciting. Yeah. So that's yeah. some of the games. I mean, uh, I think we're going to do a team version again. There's some things that are a little still up in the air. We're, we're getting our we're trying to get it all hemmed in there. We, yeah. we're, you know, we're catching up. And also the ladies night is going to be launching mm-hmm. in in May as well. And that's going to be all well planned. And put oh, together. God, so, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, that's the juggle right now is more like we, you do these events for the social part of things. But it's that juggle of, like, we need to be careful. 
Right. right? We got to be safe while we do things like that because yeah. a lot of the evenings are for the social part of it to, for people to get, a, you know, to listen to me make a really bad joke or whatever, right? Like those are the fun parts of the night, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now onto the coaching part of the uh, of the Crown Cast, um, the testing combine, which was very exciting. You talked about last time. Yeah. Um, when is that going to be? And get, tell people about it. So it's going to be on April 18th. Uh, I haven't set the times yet, but what I'd like to do is kind of get people prepped for the idea. I think every member of our golf course gets a free 30-minute coaching or lesson. Yeah. Seeing me for 30 minutes on the driving range is nowhere near the value of coming to this combine and me telling you this is what you need to work on. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Far too often does someone say, I'm bad at this, and I go... That ain't it. Right. Right? And so the combine, what it does is it tests you in your putting, tests you in your chipping, tests you in your wedge, tests you in your long game. And from there, we I can kind of handicap your game and say, like, you know, this is what's holding you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, they just, it, you know, everybody always thinks it's the drive, that one missed drive that did it. And it's not usually. Yeah. It's it's the three, the three, three putts. I mean, if you can't... My line is always, if you can't putt, you can't walk. Like yeah. The putter doesn't move. You shouldn't miss very often. So there's a lot of misconceptions of what people are bad at and, and how they can get better. And the combine just goes, when you're done, I'm going to give you a grade in, in your stuff. And I'm going to say, you need to work on this. And mm-hmm. I'll point you in the right direction. Like, you need to do this and work on that because this is failing you. Yeah, I used to have a buddy who was a, a golf coach, and he always taught from the whole back mm-hmm. so he would teach people how to putt first then how to chip then irons then yeah. he'd go all the way back and and he said that's the only way that you can actually know how to play the game is well, that way. yeah i mean everybody loves the the sexiness of hitting a good drive uh and you know what when you're down and you're shooting scratch you're okay i get it but i think the combine what's nice is i'm going to do one at the start of the year and i'm going to do one probably in september You can do the first one. You can use your membership thing. If you aren't a member and you want to come out and do it, you can come out and do it. I'm looking at getting as many people as I can in 15-minute intervals. You just run through the whole combine. You come out. You get tested. And then if you want to get tested and see if you've done anything over the summer, I'm doing another one in September. So if you want to work on your own game on your own, sure. I'm not going to tell. I I love everybody to get better. The more better people are, the more they play. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, at least you'll be able to go, did I actually get better in the end. God, most people, I mean, I, I watch the driving range every day and it, I cringe most of the time. Yeah. The practicing so, is... You know. So speaking of that, mm-hmm. so um, one of the things you want to talk about is understanding how to practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of people that practice... Um, they practice in a way that doesn't really resemble the golf course. Like, if you were going to design a perfect driving range, it would be hilly, it would have different lies... It would be on real grass. Uh, it would look awkward, mm-hmm. right? And the reason it would look like that is because that's what the golf course looks like. Right. Far too often I see people practicing, and there's two kinds of practice. There's like block practice and there's random practice. The block practice is if you're trying to acquire a skill that you don't have. Like for instance, you're not compressing the ball enough or you're trying to hit in the middle of the face or you're trying to turn more. I mean, there's a billion things. Mm -hmm. That's what block practice is for. Random practice is after you've acquired that skill, we need to see if you can do it under pressure. Right. Can you do it 
on the golf course. And the problem is people don't apply any pressure to themselves on the drive. I mean, anybody can hit the driving range, but you got to right. apply that pressure. And people don't know how to practice that way. They don't know how to apply pressure. And then what happens is they go, oh, I'm great on the driving range. And what do you hear all the time? Uh, the, yeah, but I suck in the course. <laughs> and I go, how are you practicing? Well, I just hit balls. I go, with the purpose, do you do your routine? Do you right. look at how you feel? What's going on out there? I see people hit ball after ball after ball. Man, when I see someone putting from the same spot on the putting green, like to the same hole with four balls, I, I, I'm trying not to yell. <laughs> right. Because I'm just like, I didn't, what are you even doing? Right? When are you going to hit the same putt on the golf course four times in a row? Never. So what, 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 skill, what skill are you acquiring? Well, pro tip Tuesday yesterday, Jared had his putting drill. So Mackenzie is out on the course playing with Michelle and I last night. She said, I'm going to now practice using my pro tip Tuesday. And she's a 12 year old, but she wanted to figure out how to actually practice in the backyard on a putting green, mm -hmm. right? Golf's random. The only part of the game that's not random is the tee box, mm -hmm. relatively. But you're still changing clubs. But the rest of the game is once you hit it, ball below your feet, above your feet, down a slope, up a slope, where'd you end up? What are you trying to do? There's so much randomness to it and people practice with like seven iron, yeah, seven iron, seven iron, seven iron. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like it doesn't even look like, it's never looked like that ever on the golf course. You want to talk about scoring mistakes. One of the, of the 10 scoring mistakes is? Ooh, uh, let's go with short-siding yourself. Do you know what that means? Yeah, it means that you put yourself on the side of the hole that where the pin is and you don't have anywhere to chip it. Yeah, I, there is there are a lot of people that think they're bad at chipping, but aren't bad. They just put themselves in places that they're going to be bad. Right. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, make it an impossible situation. Right? Yeah, and they think they should be accomplishing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're if you're someone that doesn't hit it very far and say it takes you more than two shots to get to the green, right? And say it's a par four and it's gonna take you three shots anyways, you should be looking at where the pin is on the green. Right. And shouldn't be necessarily aiming at it. If you can't hit a high shot, which is fine, you better never short side yourself because mm -hmm. you're kind of pooched, right? Right. And then you also have to accept the fact that you're likely to make a mistake. Right? I've seen so many people short side themselves and then they blade it across the green and they go, I'm the worst chipper. I'm like, well, actually, technically the mistake was back in the fairway when you aimed at this pin and you should have been aiming way left. I, I tell people like the PGA Tour, you know, you know how they, what they show, right? The brilliant shots, right? Right. What they don't tell you is where the guy was aiming. You know, when the guy hits the wedge usually to a tight pin on the right-hand side of the green or a seven iron to the tight pin on the right, they're aiming 15 yards left of that. They missed it. Right. But they're not going to tell you that. But they were aiming left and making sure that if they make a mistake, it's the worst it's going to be is at the pin. Last week in the match play, uh, Scotty Scheffler probably hit a few drives 100 yards right of where the fairway was or where he was aiming. Mm -hmm. And he's a professional who makes millions of dollars. Yeah. And if you're going to miss, you're going to miss. Like that's another pet peeve is someone saying, if they come to me and they say, I want to be consistent or whatever. I mean, what does that even mean? Right. Like we're not consistent. We're broken human beings. Today I feel great. Tomorrow I could feel like garbage. The day after I could feel great. Like after the day, if I had played golf after the chicken coop day, 
<laughs> right? Like if I yeah, had played yeah. golf after that, I would have probably not had a great round because I was yeah. sore and I didn't. So we're, we're looking to, you know, you're looking to minimize mistakes. That's what makes the tour what they are. Mm-hmm. It's not about being aggressive. It's about minimizing mistakes, like not short-siding yourself. It right. doesn't mean you're not going to short-side yourself. You're gonna, it's going to happen, but you're going to try not to do it. Right? You're going right. to be like, this is where I want to miss. When I, when I approach a green, I go, I always aim to the bigger side and go, if I miss, at least I'm working into the green. I still yeah. sometimes maybe yank it or whatever. That's life. Yeah. But I'm trying to avoid that because it gives me an easier shot going in. Yeah. And the other great example of, of him, so that shot where he misses it by 100 yards, he parred the hole because he put himself into a position on his recovery shot that he could get it on the green and make his one putt. Yeah, right? that that that's you're going into another scoring tip. Oh, sorry. But sorry. scoring scoring tip like number 2, right? Is like don't create problem after problem. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine to make a mistake. But then if you go and make another mistake, that's the issue. Right? If right. you go I can do this, no you can't. Most likely, I'm gonna spin it through this tree because I did it this one time yeah, yeah. 20 years ago. I remember the feeling; it was great. Yeah, good. Now, do you remember all the times you failed? No, yeah. I refuse to remember those. I'm like, oh, okay, that might be more the issue. Yeah, right? exactly. It's just put it out. Learn how to wedge properly. Learn how to. That's what he, that's what the pros do. He chipped it out, mm-hmm. hit his iron good, put it tight, made it par. Yeah, exactly. So that's two scoring mistakes and tips to help with that. The last thing you wanted to talk about was how beautiful your golf swing is. My swing? Your swing, I think. That's what I'm trying to say because I know mine is not beautiful in in any way. The thing that I want people to understand is there's a... What is that saying? There's a million ways to skin a cat. Is that the thing is? I I don't think you can say skin a cat anymore. You can't Peta, say yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really think that that no. God, I'm gonna be in trouble. <laughs> I can't believe it. There's just there's a million ways to swing. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a million ways to hit a ball. It doesn't to me, golf's not about how beautiful something is, right? People always go, Your swing looks great. You only think my swing looks great because I don't miss. Right. I don't I, I've looked at it in video, it doesn't look that great look like whatever but it looks like a swing jim furick swing right everybody would say oh that's an ugly swing i'm sorry but he's got a lot of million dollars like i think people get bogged down and and doing it in a way in one way instead of looking at it do it your way right do it look my job isn't to change you my job is to maximize you to make you the best you can be and i think that's where people don't worry about how pretty it is if you score well you're doing it right Mm -hmm. right Everybody will follow you once they go. Like right. I, I teach a lot of lessons where I teach people how to just putt, like hit with a hybrid. Just chip off the green with a hybrid. Learn how to do that. It's a nice putting stroke. I have done that many times. And what happens is the two weeks later, I see that same person again. And they say to me, everybody in my group's chipping with a hybrid now. And I go, why? They're like, because they saw how successful. I go, yeah, that's what happens. Because they go, man, this is easy. I go, yes, it is. Yeah. I, if I had a choice to walk uphill or downhill, I'm going downhill. Yeah. And they don't show pictures when you do the announcement at men's night when somebody wins uh, a bunch of money. Yeah. They just say, hey, Bobby Gimby won money. I, 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 remember, I, I remember on men's night like a while ago, I, I, there was a guy I knew had the best round of his life right and everybody was like bugging him because i think he shot like net 29 yeah and i was laughing i said hey man how'd your how'd your round go like great round and he goes brian 
I skidded two shots that were going to go out of bounds and they hit the flag it went in. <laughs> I started laughing and I go, oh, really? I go, yeah, yeah, but they went and nobody knew. Yeah. You didn't, didn't have to tell me. And I was laughing. I was like, oh, boy, good for yeah. you. No pictures on the scorecard. No That's pictures. the old saying. Yeah. Right? Hey, Brian, uh, this went by real quick. For us, this is Yeah, unreal. I mean, pretty pretty incredible. Appreciate your uh, your information. I know that every time I get together with you, and I always say this, I uh, learn something new. Um, I just can't have you watch me practice because I... Uh, the pressure. Uh, but you know what? The pressure is un- But crazy. that's important. Right. right. Everybody always asks me why I'm always group, group... Like, I'd love to see you in a group because that resembles pressure. Right. Right. When someone's there watching you and everybody goes, I want to be in the same a group with someone with the same skill. I go, no, I, I want you to be with a better player. I want you to feel yeah. the pressure because that's what you're going to feel on the golf course. And yeah. some people go to me, I don't feel any pressure. I said, that is a load of garbage. Yeah. Right. That is, there's no way you don't. I had uh, a lesson the other day, a lady was in the bunker and we started and she was hitting balls away from people. Right? Because she's like, I can't hit towards those people. <laughs> I said, okay, I understand. So we, we, she hit away from people. She hit 15 perfect bunker shots. So then I started just like, almost like a sprinkler. Yeah. Aiming her more and more towards people. And as she got closer to people, thin, thin, fat, thin. And I said, what happened? And she goes, well, you, I'm scared to hit them. I go, perfect. This is what, we, you, this is what you need to practice. Yeah. But I don't want to hit them. I said, okay, but you need this pressure because this is what it, like, it's going to be like on the golf course. This yeah. is why you miss on the golf course and don't miss while you practice. In life, fear is the, the greatest demotivator of all, of the greatest reason that people uh, miss things. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and if you're going to practice, practice while you're scared. Right. Right? Practice while you have pressure. Right? Mm-hmm. Hitting wedge or the same putt. I just, there's, there's gotta be a purpose, right? And, and it's like, it'd be like going to the gym, right? And you want to get in shape and all you do is like, I don't know, lift weights that you could, I don't even know what you would, I don't, what do people do at the gym? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or it's like somebody wants to get in shape and everything say, hey, I worked out for 30 minutes today and they walk like one mile an hour on the treadmill. Yeah. You're not really even breaking a sweat. So you yeah. didn't actually work out. But for one person, that could be a workout, right. but for another, it's not. And I think what happens is, again, pressure, like people, if they want to be better at golf, they have to make the practice look more like the golf course. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that, again, I say, imagine learning to play hockey with no skates and ice. And then I put you in skates and on ice. You going to be any good? No. No. Imagine learning how to play baseball with no ball. Yeah. And then you have to go out and play ball. Like, yeah. that's what golf is. That's what we do. We, we have a range. And it looks nothing like the golf course. And then we think like, oh, well, I should be. If I'm awesome here, I should be awesome there. I go, well, you didn't make it look at all like it. Yeah. And that's why like April 1st, the scores are going to go up because no lift clean in place and you're playing out of the bunkers. Mm -hmm. Um, So you expect some strokes to be added unless you didn't spend any time changing your uh, balls uh, lie or uh, going in the bunkers before. So don't expect too much. That's We got to remember that scoring tip number three. Oh, right on. Understanding your lie is a very important thing to playing better golf. And knowing what the lie... Lies affect the golf ball more than anybody thinks. And they don't even look. They just go, it's right there, it's in the rough. I'll hit the same club that I always hit. Yeah. It makes a big, big difference. Well, I can't wait till next time. 
Brian, thank you very much. Did you like how I talked? You said it was short, so I kept talking. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Barry. Okay, talk to you. The Crowncast is available on crownisle.com and through Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe today so you don't miss an episode.